0: Hey, Owl Nation. My name is Katie Kleinpeter with the KSU Owl Network, and today I had the privilege of sitting down with Kennesaw Volleyball's starting setter, McKinley Ferguson. With her third year as an owl underway, she had a lot of wisdom to share about what keeps her driven towards such bountiful success. So it's your junior season. This means you're an upperclassman. How have you risen to the challenge of these responsibilities and leadership expectation?
1: So last year was my first year like truly playing on the playing on the team since I've came to Kennesaw like starting and everything it was a, a learning process it's still a learning process but this year I feel more comfortable and confident because during the spring season this year I really focused on technique and putting in a lot of work so that's like plan-wise, and then leadership-wise. I've been raised by my parents to always lead in some way, whether that's on the court, on the bench, off the court. So wanting the team to be successful in every aspect that we can be successful in is something that I think about all the time, because I just love to see people succeed. You know, just being a leader that that like motivates me in the leadership role. Would you define yourself as a vocal leader or a different leading style? I personally think that I lead vocally and also like, you know, physically, I try and work my hardest on the court and off the court, you know, try and stay on top of school and everything. Vocally, I always try and motivate my teammates. You know, if we get into like a rough spot, I always just try to like pick everybody up and just like, yeah, vocally, vocally.
0: You're primarily a setter on the court. I've been to all the games and it's really obvious that this position doesn't limit or even define your success. I haven't been able to help but to notice your power at dumping the ball for instant points. Take us through that process of what makes you decide to do that rather than to set your hitters. It's really a
1: spontaneous, I I don't know if spontaneous is the word. But I really don't. I don't always know when I'm gonna do it, cause like I have to look at my peripheral vision. And I have to see like where the blockers are, and if the blocker isn't, if I see that they're like hesitant, and the pass is like you know there, just to like throw the defense off a little bit. That's how I like determine like when to hit
0: it and stuff. This three-game homestand versus Furman High Point in Sanford has truly been fun to watch. I mean, you guys swept all three teams in three straight sets. Your energy on the court is nothing short of electric. How do you personally contribute in keeping the team's energy up throughout the entirety of the match?
1: My passion is what drives my energy. I mean, there's nothing better than being on the court and playing volleyball. So that's what really drives my, uh, my energy.
0: After the first sweep against Furman, your coach, Keith Shunzel, was quoted saying that you did a great job distributing the ball and keeping the team in a great rhythm offensively. How are you and your coaches working on your distribution of the ball during practice?
1: We, just a lot of reps, a lot of reps. And also we talked through different scenarios of the game, which builds my knowledge of the setting position But that's like how I better myself for the next game. It's just talking through different scenarios for the next game and just a lot of different reps and setting like different balls that are passed.
0: You had an impressive performance against high point. You finished with five kills off just seven attempts, led team highs and assists with 33 and aces with three. You also had five digs and four block assists. I mean, where do you go from here? How do you pace yourself so that at the end of the season, you see personal improvement from this already high stature of success?
1: When I go into the game, I have to play free. I can't think too much I can't like, I have to think ahead of the game. Coach always tells us, think ahead of the game, kind of predict the next play. So that helps me, but just staying relaxed, relaxed and playing free, but also being aware on the court of like who I've set, where I've set it, stuff like that. Just being relaxed, relaxed and playing free. That's that's what I always have to tell myself whenever I'm on the court. I say that at least, I say that so many times to myself on the court. Relax. Play free. Play free.
0: Tuesday night was Griffin's game. This marked the seventh annual event that sponsors and raises money for a family fighting against childhood cancer in the area. What does it mean to you to be a part of a team that truly cares about the well-being of a community such as Kennesaw?
1: It's one of the reasons why I came to Kennesaw. I could just tell from when I was on my visit, I could just tell that the coaches and also the team like have really humble hearts humble hearts our coaches are incredible people like they don't just care about us as players they care about us as people by them doing front like basically fundraiser games such as that it it persuades us on the team to like also like do good things in life that game was we played really good. I feel like we played really good that game because it was all for that little girl. I can't even imagine two years old with cancer. Like, that's so hard to even think about or even trying to imagine. Like, you can't even imagine that. And our coaches are just really good people. Our coaches are really good people. And it is, I, I really don't know, like, how to, like, describe it. Like, there's no words for it. You just, like, feel it in your heart. You feel it in your heart. Yeah. I've noticed that when
0: referencing you, your coach calls you Lou. Tell us about that nickname. Where does it come from?
1: (laughs) So there really is no meaning behind it. My dad started calling me Lou since I was little, before I even knew that I was Lou. And it's just stuck with me ever since. I have asked him, like, where did it come from? And people have asked him where it came from. He also has no reason. So (laughs) it's just it's one of those Southern things where you just like start calling somebody a nickname and it just sticks with them. So (laughs) lastly, Owls Volleyball hosts
0: a lot of young aspiring girls, volleyball teams in the area to watch and experience the all of a collegiate level game. What would you say to a girl who aspires to play volleyball in college
1: one day like you? I would tell them keep working hard, keep working hard and the rest will take care of itself be patient. You know, you can't rush like you can't rush the process and yes, keep the end goal in mind, but also love the little steps that you have to take in order to achieve that big goal because it's the little things that matter. Like you're going to go through a lot of hard stuff. You're going to have hard you're going to have times where you may doubt yourself, you may think like this isn't for me, but I would say to keep keep the faith and keep working hard because life will play out on its own and you just have to be patient. I always tell myself, time will tell. Time is a pain in the butt, but time also is where you grow because you'll go through so many things, but that is what makes you the person that you are. And especially with volleyball, you just got to keep getting reps in. Just keep getting reps in, Over and over and over and over. And that'll help you with your technique as you go. My daddy always told me Rome wasn't built overnight. Hard times in volleyball, I would just tell myself, be patient because Rome was not built overnight.
0: Well, I appreciate this so much. And I've had a great time talking with you. Thank you for having me. The Owls will be back in the Convocation Center to start conference play as they take on UAB Wednesday, September 14th at 7 p.m. Keep up with all the action on KSUowls.com. I'm Katie Kleinpeter, and as always, Go Owls!